Welcome back to Red Arrow Camp's Sunday Chapel Talks. This week, we have a talk from Eric Roach titled, Dare to Fail, which he delivered in 2021. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. It has been a while, but I recall enjoying the game of bowling when I was young, with friends, at birthday parties, and even gym class in high school. The game is part strategy, part strength and precision, all wrapped up into a game that most anyone can play. Sometimes the balls glow in the dark, and it's super fun picking a wacky name to go up on the scoreboard. And sometimes when you're young, games are played with the bumpers up to prevent a player from getting the bummer of a gutter ball. We've all bowled with the bumpers up at some point in our lives, and I bet many of you still do. It's a great thing, those bumpers, never allowing for a gutter ball, always a sure thing, and a high score. It got me thinking maybe there should be bumpers for other things. Basketball rims to encourage a better shooting percentage, or maybe bumpers in all the rocks of the Flambeau, the Manitouish, and the Trout River. That way, your route is always a successful one. That would be pretty cool. Or would it? Thomas Edison, one of the greatest innovators and inventors in history, once said, I've not failed 10,000 times. I've successfully found 10,000 ways that will not work. Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. This quote was Mr. Edison's justification and response to the numerous unsuccessful attempts to invent the simple light bulb. Further truth about Thomas Edison details a young life in which his teachers said he was too stupid to learn anything and also later fired from his first two jobs for being unproductive. Undeterred, Thomas Edison realized that his unproductivity was simply an after-effect of his inability to set aside his imagination and drive to create. Anything that threatened his mental state of imagination and problem-solving was tossed aside. And what most people don't realize is that the invention of the light bulb came long after several other failed attempts at the creation of things like dolls, an electric vote recorder, and an electric pen. But on one particular fateful evening, Thomas was sitting in his log cabin writing a letter by the light of only a single candle when suddenly the candle tipped over and caught a curtain on fire, eventually setting a blaze to his cabin. Distraught, defeated, and down on his luck as a result of all of his failures, and now a silly mistake that burned down his home, Thomas sought not pity of others, Rather, he bottled his failures into energy, focus, and willpower that blossomed into the opportunity of a lifetime. That culprit of a single candle did not send him to the furthest depths of despair, as it would for most. Rather, that candle sparked Mr. Edison's imagination so that he may set forth to solve one of the greatest problems in the world. Sustained light to live by. Can you imagine life without light bulbs? The world as we know it was 
forever changed with light, allowing life in the dark, because of Thomas Edison. It took Thomas Edison 1,000 unsuccessful attempts at the development of that light bulb before he got it right. You heard me right, 1,000 attempts. Have you or would you ever try something a thousand times before you got it right? I bet not. Imagine if on try 999, Thomas Edison threw in the towel. Just think about that. Your headlamp today may, may be nothing more than a candle wick on your forehead. Yes, Thomas Edison is now revered with admiration, praise, and many adventurers try to replicate his success. However, we rarely think about what challenges he faced on his thorny road to success. As much as our history is written by the winners, so is our perception shaped by success stories. When in fact, I think we should be talking more about failure stories. After all, failure is not the opposite of success. It's the most crucial part of success. Like Thomas Edison, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. Many people believe winner stories are the proven recipe for a better life and a bright future. However, just a few realize how shallow they are and how much is untold and left in the shade. Basketball legend Michael Jordan failed to make his varsity high school basketball team, but rather than sulk, he turned to the failure into motivation to become the greatest basketball player in the world. He once said, and this is true, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Mr. Walt Disney himself was a broken man with a failed acting career whose first attempt to start a business went sideways, leaving him only $40 in his pocket, a small suitcase with underwear, socks, and a simple sketch pad that went on to serve as the tool in which he created Mickey Mouse, which led to dozens of characters evolving into the Disney empire. And just last week on Monday, we sat here together to watch the true inspiring story of uno, dos, tres, McFarlane. you got it. Where Team McFarland never confused their first single defeat with a final defeat. They learned from their life's challenges and mistakes to realize failure gave them the opportunity to live life more intelligently and focused, to realize their true potential individually and as a team. They dug deep, proving to themselves that failure is the opportunity to begin and show courage in the eyes of those that doubted them. You see, our society is obsessed with success stories. In childhood, we too often are taught that mistakes are a sign of weakness. The world wants to see more role models, more happiness and beauty. We all have enough challenges in our lives. We want to get inspired and motivated rather than hear stories about someone else's failures. Failure stories are not as appealing as glory tales. Hence, people would rather keep silent than publicly share their personal failures. 
defeats seed in our minds, which often prevents people from stepping out of their comfort zone. The other problem we have in our society is that success, success stories can also make people famous. Success stories create more opinion leaders rather than fact leaders that shape our perception and make us believe in quick wins. Hooked by promises, we want to replicate the success, but it never happens. Behind every victory are numerous efforts, a setback, a drastic direction change, a reflection, desperation, but an unshakable belief in success. I would suggest that we all struggle, including me, with something called the spotlight effect. It's the feeling that we're being noticed, watched, observed, and most commonly judged by people more than we really are. Because we believe we are the center of our own worlds. We believe we're the center of everyone else's too. But guess what? Not everyone has eyes on us all the time. We are somehow under the belief the spotlight is shining on us and everyone in the darkened, darkened audience is staring, watching, and waiting. But they're not. We walk through camp thinking we are a never-ending fishbowl where all eyes are on us, often fearing judgment and shame if we mess up. Yes, way too often you think you're the center of the quad with all other campers and staff surrounding you with your, their eyes focused on you and your next move hoping for a stumble. You think everyone is talking about you and your lives all the time. Just think how much everyone will be talking about you if you did this risky or weird thing. You know what? The truth is no one is studying you that closely. No one is absorbed with your every move as you think. We all have our own unique stuff that's unique to us. Our thoughts, imaginations, conversations with ourselves, wishes, dreams, hopes, fears, and a whole lot that has nothing to do with anyone else. So it stands to reason that when we fail, we think all eyes are on us. We think it's all about us. We take tiny strings of trouble and tie them all together to form a tug of rope of huge mental barriers with our identities always on the line. And the younger we are, the more we do this since we have less experience to help us understand that things usually work out okay in the end. So how can we mentally shift away from the spotlight, away from the focus on ourselves? By being afraid not to fail. Because after all, the word fail actually means first attempt in learning. Here at Red Arrow, we provide you opportunity to disconnect, discover, and develop yourself by exploring new activities and getting better in things you love. We encourage you to strive for full effort in all you do so you may see the physical breakthroughs and the beauty in new friendships with campers and counselors. But some of you have yet to full send effort in your classes, in a trip, or even in your cabin out of fear that you will fail in your effort. You shortchange yourself pulling back to a place of what you think is a place of comfort. You think you're in the spotlight, but in truth, you're blinded by the spotlight. Care not what others think about you, rather care about what you think you should do. That is character, boys. I want you to remember this. 
You have not and will not fail at anything here unless you stop trying. Only those who dare to fail greatly can achieve greatly this summer. Step outside of your spotlight and do for yourself bravely without worrying of failing in judgment of others. And the next time you go bowling, lose those bumpers, okay? And in honor of Thomas Edison's pursuit of inventing that light bulb, throw 1,000 gutter balls, or as many as it takes, to get that first strike on your own. Because the easy way out is just the easy way out of the greatest reward. Because remember, we are all failures, or at least the best of us are. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's Chapel Talk. Special thanks to Eric Roach for writing and delivering this talk. If you want to hear more about Red Arrow Camp, be sure to go to www.redarrowcamp.com.